welcome to Clear Horror High. Hosted by Chris Vecchio and Nikki Jack. Welcome back to Queer Horror High, where we're queer, we love horror, and we're really fucking high. Hi, I'm Chris, and I am higher than gas prices. <laughs> that, that's a joke for our conservative listeners. Just kidding. We hate you. <laughs> uh, and I'm Nikki, and I, I don't know, I'm just here again. This is our 420 Spectacular show, dude. We are so fucking ripped. You guys, I cannot <laughs> even see Chris's eyes. We Skype and record, and I literally told Chris, I was like, I could blindfold you with dental floss right now. Like, you are so gone. I'm glad that I'm not alone in this, but... <laughs> oh, man. If this episode makes no sense at all... Whoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're doing our best, guys, and we kind of told you up front what time it was, so you can opt to turn it off right now if you want, but please don't. <laughs> yeah, this is our season finale, and we are as stoned as we are because we are talking about the 2006 film directed by Charles Band, Evil Bong. So if you've seen this movie, or you could just infer by the title that you probably need to be annihilated to get through this. And that is 100% accurate. Yeah, you for sure. If you were one of 23 people to see this movie, you definitely want to <laughs> be like ridiculously high, like out of your gourd, dude. And don't be lured in by the cover and the fact that Tommy Chong has top billing because he is only in like the last 20 minutes of this movie. <laughs> The budget is towards the end. I feel like everybody that they that they got uh, all had to come this one day because <laughs> that's all they could afford. So shout out to them. The, the budget is low and so should your expectations be, you know? <laughs> yeah. Brandy C from Rock of Love Bus, as you pointed out to me, is in this movie. And she has pretty much the same amount of screen time as Tommy Chung. But before we talk about Evil Bong today, we are going to... Do a little uh, lightning round. I don't know. I'm not even sure what to call it. Um, <laughs> That's actually a perfect description. Yeah. A, a light it up. I'm trying to make a pun. It's not happening. Light it up. Watch Light It Up. That's a good movie starring <laughs> Usher and others. Fredro you know, Star. I remember liking it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Fredro Star from Onyx. Yo, a little angry ass. And he was cute from Moesha. <laughs> Another time we're talking about Moesha on the show. Shout out to Moesha. That's like the third everybody or fourth time. Everybody watch Moesha. It's so good. She's so terrible. Yeah, don't don't look up anything about Brandy's past. Just watch Moesha. <laughs> I mean, Brandy is the Grim Reaper. Anyways. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, look at the cast of Moesha. Tell me where they're at now. <laughs> you know what? We're not getting... Brandy is Googleable, so yeah, yeah, we'll just yeah, leave it yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, she's killed co-stars and regular people. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so 
So keep going. What else are oh, we doing shit. today? Okay. So we are going to, just because there is one scene where a character gets rolled up into a joint and smoked by a giant weed plant, we are going to smoke a joint ourselves. And while we smoke it, talk about Scary Movie 2 just because we fucking want to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the most 424 theme thing I could think of. And I had, I like called Chris before we uh, were doing all this. And I was like, sorry to throw this in on you, but we've got a little extra, like extra homework. <laughs> and I was like, we have to talk about Scary Movie 2. It's got horror and weed, and that is literally us. And so mm-hmm. um, we thought we'd give you guys a main event, but a little something on the side. We all love sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, now I want some mac and cheese. And mashed potatoes. Ooh, yes. Maybe a green. And that's the thing, too. You guys, I love a starch. I love a side. But put some color on your plates, people. Put a little green on that plate. There's nothing wrong with a little broccoli, a Brussels. Veggie. I understand if you don't like to eat veggies, they're better roasted. You don't have to, like. mustard greens. Delicious. come on. Collard greens, obviously. There's Anything that you could leave in a pot for, like, 75 minutes. Or 175 minutes. A lot of minutes. And it, it tastes good. I don't know why I went on a tangent about that, but I just really feel passionate about people eating vegetables. <laughs> um, that's, that's where the weed's taking you tonight, so just go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scary Movie too. So since we very obviously need to get higher, we're going to spark up these joints after I go get an ashtray. Also, I kind of disappointed myself. I mean, it's totally fine, but I meant to get a joint rolled in moon rock, but instead I wound up ordering just a moon rock joint. Which is still great. It's still great, but I wanted like both. I wanted like the weed and the moon rock on the outside. I mean, I know moon rock is still weed, so I wanted like a two for one and now I just got the same thing, but you know. Listen to how I'm excited. whiny is Chris being. You guys, what a little it, brat, little little diva. Chris is the Beyonce of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I get to look like that, I'll take it. <laughs> Wait, game on point. I know you know how to lay a lace. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I'd be good at that. I honestly feel like you would look so I'm good. I'm precise. In I probably would if I just like took the effort to. I mean, it would be annoying because you makeup. have to like shave that incredible old porn stash. I know. You should just sacrifice it one time for the one time because you would look. Oh, so I would. Good. It's not that hard to grow it. Yeah, you would look so good in drag. I bet. What what color hair would you choose? Would you go brunette or would you go blonde? Would you go like? I would definitely be like a bleach blonde. I like that color on my skin. I agree. It would either be that or like a shade lighter than black. You know, like the darkest brown that's okay. just a hint shy of black. Okay, 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 okay. That's basically what my hair, natural hair color is. Everyone thinks I have black hair, but I don't. It's just very dark brown. Mmm, yeah, I would like the bleach. I like a little trashy bleach blonde. Yeah, on my olive skin, my, like, brownish olive skin, I like for it. For sure, for sure. Very Mariah Carey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is very Mariah Carey. I'm a good company no matter where I end up. Beyonce, Mariah Carey. <laughs> it's giving Diva. I love it. <laughs> You're a legend. Uh, okay, what was we doing? Skinny oh, yeah. legend, of course. <laughs> Skinny legend. I'm smoking a mango moon rock pre-roll. I just 
rolled the fattest joint ever of the weed that I'm smoking. Oh, you rolled your own fancy. <laughs> Is that fancy? I feel like that's like not as fancy as you having someone do it for you. I'm not I'm not there yet. I wish I was fancy like that. I'm bad at rolling. That's the point. <laughs> Have you ever like thought about your um amenities? You like if you ever got famous like your top amenities, mine would be mm-hmm. I would hire someone to roll my joints for me. It's easy to me cuz I just do it so much now, but mm-hmm. it was hard to reteach myself because I felt for so long I was rolling blunts and rolling blunts is actually literally like just sealing blunts. <laughs> mm-hmm. But rolling right. a joint you actually have to like roll a joint you know and that's tricky mm-hmm. for some because it's like the ceiling of rolling a joint is hard but i do like rolling joints because it is kind of therapeutic doing something mm-hmm. with your hands the process of rolling joints is really just like i like doing that but once i get rich i'm like my hands only count money and even then no <laughs> <laughs> okay you're smoking your joint i'm sparking it up now yeah, I didn't even say my weed name. I I got headband and something else. I don't remember the second one. You guys know I don't be knowing the name of my weed. It's just good as fuck, bomb as fuck. One of them is called headband. Yeah. Does it taste like a headband? <laughs> That's a a bar and a little Wayne song. He says smoking on that headband. You can call me Paul Pierce. And I always thought that was so hard because okay. I used to be a Celtics fan. I mean, I am still a Celtics fan. I just um, not the way I was in two thousand eight when that song came out. But. <laughs> Yeah, I love fucking headband. That's pretty heavy and good, but I just like mix it with something else, and I'm very pleased with the results. I also ate another edible uh, with RSO on top, so I'm very, very high. Oh, I get Okay, so we're to- doing the high tea now all together. Let's get it out of the way. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, the weed that I'll be smoking after this joint, as if I need it. Um, <laughs> but I have a combination of purple space cookies Purple Sunset, and Diablo, which are all pretty fruity, strong indicas. Diablo also being a little spicy. So I'm excited. All right, so our joints are lit, and we're talking about Scary Movie 2 until we're done with these fuckers. So <laughs> uh, see you on the other side. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So right off the bat, when you hear the, the name or like the title, Scary Movie 2, what's the scene that comes to your head? I'ma piss on your face, and then I'ma fart in your mouth, and then I'ma shit on these walls, Ray. Ooh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine is the hand versus leg argument. Oh. So like... <laughs> and she, where he's like, uh, let me give you a hand there. And then he's like, you should yeah. give me a standing ovation. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna be the bigger person and walk away walk away and he, like, <laughs> he like brought up his skates <laughs> and then at the end mm-hmm. of the at the end of the argument he was all like um all right i'm just gonna run upstairs and jump into my jogging suit <laughs> <laughs> david cross uh, is so funny in that all his little moments in that movie that like i feel like other people don't even look at i think oh are hilarious. my god i've seen that movie so many times so i feel you on that at what point he's just like Something about the goggles. And he just looks up and he's like, I got the guns and the goggles. And the goggles are hanging <laughs> off his face. But just the way he says it, it's just so, it's so funny to me. I don't know. He just, that perfect level of being self-aware, but also, you know, the character is embarrassed. It's just yeah, really funny. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, fucking, what's his, why can't I think of his name right now? Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim Curry. Yeah, I like that he's in this movie too as the gross professor dude. 
<laughs> yeah. Which is fitting because, as we know, Jeffrey Rush, who played that character in House on Haunted Hill, the 1999 remake, is a nasty little pervert and got me too'd. So, oh, shit. Yeah. So it adds an extra metal layer after the fact. Mm, big yikes. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. What's your favorite scene from Scary Movie 2? Probably when <laughs> Brenda is in the basement at the end and Cindy sees her down the hallway and waves to her and Brenda like goes back <laughs> around the wall and it hopes that Cindy doesn't make it all the way down to her and that the skeleton doesn't see her. And she's just like, die, bitch, please die. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah. And isn't that lead into like eventually the Charlie's Angel scene? Yeah, it, well, it leads into the part where she's like, "City, this is just bones. Would you run from Callista Flockhart? Flockhart. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know what? That is some good shade, but shout out to Callista Flockhart because she was in The Birdcage. I don't watch Ally McBeal. I don't fucking care. But The care. Birdcage, though. So she is cool with me. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Tu Wong Fu, and The Birdcage all came out back to back to back in 94, 95, and 96. And that was just like, drag, drag, drag. My little mind was blown. Mine too. I was like, there's so much glitter and costumes and like sequin dresses. My head was like ready to explode. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about Scary Movie 2. And mm-hmm. my favorite scene, I want to say is... Honestly, I love the Nike commercial thing with the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> You hear all the squeaks from the yeah. shoes on the court. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is so sick. Um, I know that exact melody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that and probably the clown. Well, when I was little, it was the clown scene, but now that I'm an adult, it's not, it doesn't age as well. But... The ass rapey clown <laughs> nose scene or whatever goes on down there. <laughs> but honestly, also when Ray tucked his dick like, in the beginning, uh, how y'all feel inside or out? Or the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, and they like showed it. I remember because I saw this movie in theaters. Y'all, my mom was But wasn't wild. it like a bodysuit? I don't know, yeah. but I remember like being little and seeing something like that in theaters and we were like, this would be like, <laughs> I was like 12. Be like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. But I always thought the uh, dude wears my car reference is so funny. This Ray fucked me. Ray fucked me. Ray fucked me. Oh, that is so funny. Is this in this one? No, I don't remember. I think it's the beginning of Scary Movie 2, right? Where they're walking on the campus before meeting the doctor, and Brenda's <laughs> like, don't split the pole now. It is very, very bad luck. Burry, <laughs> <laughs> burry. But she does say, like, burry. Yeah. I do like in the beginning of the first one, or not the first one, but in the beginning of the second one, where it's Shorty in Cindy, and she's like, I feel like such a nerd in school, Shorty. And he's like, I'll teach you how to be cool. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like, you gotta loosen up a little bit, and then oh, yeah, and like, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. to like Tom yeah. Jones because it's from fucking say the last dance, and it's like left, right, left, hook now, uh, son, uh. She starts beating the shit out of an old yeah. lady, or she's not an old lady. I think it's, it's a, a young chick, woman. but she's like, yo, that <laughs> jacket is tight. Now run that shit, bitch. Yeah, me. <laughs> 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 oh, that is oh. 
funny, dude. Uh, shout out to Anna Ferris. Her physical comedy is fucking amazing. Just Friends, she is so good in that too. Um, and the House Bunny. Dude, have you ever seen her in Smiley Faces? Oh, Smiley, smiley face. face. Smiley Face. We should do that. Well, okay, that's not a... Maybe we should do it anyway. Like a one-off? It's like a horror movie of being high, you know, when you're not supposed to be. Yeah, I saw that movie and it gave me anxiety. <laughs> we could maybe stretch it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, maybe. She's great, though, in movies like that. She's good at being relatable, but she's also good at being super out there. And a lot of people are super out there. So I think that... Yeah, yeah. Weird. I don't know. I'm super high. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I like Anna Faris. Even... Don't give away your dogs, people, though. Don't do that. That's the fucked up thing that she did. Her and Chris Pratt, like, gave away their dog because they just didn't want to take care of it anymore. I don't remember the fucking details about it. I'm she also dated Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt and married Chris Pratt. So, fuck him. Her biggest mistake was marrying him. Anyway, I really enjoyed the first scene of this movie, the Exorcist throwback, because we get to see Veronica Cartwright of Alien doing the Ellen Burstyn role. And I just love watching her and all these old white people saying, shake your ass by Mystical. <laughs> Mystical did some fucked up. Would it, why did Mystical go away? Right. He did some messed up. Oh, that was it? Oh, shit. Which, honestly, if you listen to shake your ass... He told you what time it was, because he said, I came in here with my dick in my hand. Don't make me put my foot in your ass, be cool. Yeah. Okay. He said, I stepped into the room with my dick in my hand. Yeah, be cool. Hey, what the fuck? Dude, gross. No. And that's why I'm glad that this so that song belongs to this movie now. It has been taken over. It is not Mystical Song anymore. It is Scary Movie 2's. This was kind of like uh, my first real taste of like a raunchy parody movie besides like not another teen movie. And fucking when I heard white people say nigga like that singing the song, I was like, ah, was a nigga. I remember being like fucking wilding out when they were singing that and that being really funny to me. I always have to turn this scene off when she comes downstairs and interrupts <laughs> their little white people party and fucking just pisses for like two or three minutes. She's so dehydrated. But before she pisses, she's just like, you suck. And just Natasha Leone says it in the driest way that just kills me every time. And then she like wiggles her toes in the fucking, <laughs> the fucking she did. yellow, at like the sunshine yellow piss. <laughs> it's so vibrantly yellow. It's like the perfect shade of, it's like the shade of yellow on my pillows, dude. It was like this color. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. So fucking punchy. Like an egg yolk. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's so fucking fuck the Thrasher logo on my t shirt, bro. It's so disgusting. And it lasts for literally like three minutes. Well, because her mom's face when she's peeing is like, are you fucking kidding me that you're peeing this long? I just love and it. Then, <laughs> after she's peeing, her mom shoves her face in it and beats her over the head with a fucking newspaper. It's hilarious <laughs> and disgusting. Like, she's a bad dog. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude. Another terrible person in this movie is James Woods, because he's the fucking preacher. I hate that nigga now. He's a piece of shit, and his name is Father McFeely. I hate James Woods. Yeah, James Woods can... Choke. Yeah, choke. Fuck off. But I always hated his scene, too, as the pastor, and he's shitting. He's, like, having the fucking... The demonic shit... He's having his Amityville horror flies in the bathroom moment. Mm -hmm. And then that other fucking priest he's with has to shade Jerry from Survivor. 
who got that unholy bitch Jerry kicked off of Survivor. I'm like, I'm sorry, I liked Jerry. She added flavor to that boring cast. And if you look back on it now, society was mean to Jerry. And you know who they did like? And I did too, I'm blaming myself. We all liked Elizabeth Falarski, who we now know is Elizabeth fucking Hasselback. She was America's sweetheart. So I think that our ideas on women need to change. Jerry was cool. Fuck Elizabeth. Shout out to all our I'll say that to her face. All the Mm -hmm. people who watch Survivor out there. I'm gang now because I got gang over fucking quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. I binged so much Survivor because I just needed to see white people suffer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because they usually vote the black people off early so you don't have to watch them suffer as long. Yeah. Did you, there was a season where they separated people by race. I saw that. That was my favorite season. It's the best one. <laughs> the it minorities actually, killed it. The minorities got rid of all the white people. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, I think the, uh, no white person made the top four. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> and that was tight. Controversial, <laughs> but I was like, okay, I'm, I'm seeing it. <laughs> I'm picking up on what they're putting down. <laughs> yeah, and the best of the white people was Parvati, who was a total, like, troll yeah and her her and her were you not a fan yeah (laughs) i just liked how much of a troll she was Mm -hmm. but i just hated seeing her smile (laughs) just so much tooth anyways back to scary movie (laughs) two we're halfway through these joints so we're almost done guys i know uh, oh my god, when they have like the lecture with the professor that invites him to do the experiment and as Cindy's driving up graduation by vitamin C is playing oh my and god. Cindy, Cindy's driving all crooked, she's butchering this fucking song <laughs> and then it just pauses and the voice of vitamin C comes on and is like, hey will you shut the fuck up and let me sing and just Anna Faris's reaction to that it's like, so funny. Oh, oh. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny. good. I love how they all collectively choose to flame Cindy throughout this by calling her like orangutan. He said she had orangutan titties. One titty <laughs> was bigger than the other titty called the bitch Biggie Smalls. He fucking <laughs> like... <laughs> he said you gotta put the bitch in a full Nelson to suck. <laughs> they was on her ass. Yeah. And well, I guess the the main scene that we did this for is when Shorty gets rolled up into a joint by the weed plant that he kept in his room that I guess got possessed by the house. Okay, before that even happens, he's like tucking himself in for bed. Do you remember the commercial that was playing? <laughs> oh, oh, yes, I do. I wrote down every song. Did you? Can you roll I call wrote them? them all down. Roll yeah, call, okay, like four so, of them, five of them, however many. So, I don't care. So, Lockdown Records presents a hip hop Christmas. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming on moms, jingle balls. I'm dreaming of a white woman, Frosty the Dope Man. All I want for Christmas is the charges dropped. These nuts roasting on an open fire, a sleigh ride in my 64, and Annie bitch, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the last one and the one for Christmas is my charges dropped. Like literally mood. Dude. <laughs> Annie up bitch is my is my favorite one. It's the best one. You don't get to use that anymore. People don't be using that enough. Like Annie Up bitch. Cause I also <laughs> love the song Annie Up, by the way, by uh, MOP. 
But yeah, that is hilarious. Anyway, so that commercial plays before he goes to bed, turns off the TV, and he waters his weed leaf with bong water. Funny, but inaccurate. And then he uh, fucking, you know, gets into bed, takes his gold tooth off and puts it in a little, a little bag that says <laughs> tooth fairy. He says, I'm going to get this bitch tonight. <laughs> like, nigga, what? And then, so, so, like, the camera then focuses right back on the weed plant again that he just watered. And it's starting to, like, grow in, in like, an insanely rapid speed. And then it grows massively large and it literally rolls this nigga up and fucking smokes it and at first smokies are like shorty's scared and he's like what the fuck what the fuck and then he starts getting stoked because he realizes he's being smoked and like <laughs> the fucking he's like telling him to take that shit he's like take that shit to the head nigga like it's so um <laughs> it's so incredible he's literally just being smoked and i remember mm-hmm. thinking like this is the best part of the movie yeah they have to run in and they save him by giving the weed Funyuns and Cheetos. I was like, Funyuns and Cheetos? That Honestly? would not get me to stop. I'm not feeling the Funyuns and Cheetos. I'm sorry, Funyuns and Cheetos lovers. Those are just not my jam. Just give me 48 bags of Cool Ranch. I know I'm disgusting. But I love that. They make your breath stink. All chips make your breath stink. Not, not true, true. Like, yes, but there's very... There's okay. Degrees. There are levels. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. I don't think Cool Ranch is as bad as like sour cream and onion or salt and vinegar chips. Sour cream and onion stink. I will say though, every once in a while, I get like weird cravings, and I could fuck up a bag of Funyuns, like no doubt, no doubt. And I only eat hot Cheetos, so okay. It, t- it takes me like forty days and forty nights to finish a bag of hot Cheetos, and I will definitely fuck up some hot Funyuns, dude. I like hot chips. You know what? I like hot Cheetos. Regular Cheetos. I don't really fuck ass. with regular Cheetos like that, like that. Like, regular Doritos are also a no. All the other Doritos, I'll take them. The regular flavor, nah. The only time I really want to fuck with regular Doritos in its truest form is with the Taco Bell, like, that taco. That's the Doritos. Oh, yeah. The nacho cheese one is the only one I'll really fuck with like that, you know? Okay. Anyway, so Shorty got smoked. Yeah. Thank you, the snacks to... Okay, yeah, him. we're running down we're running down low on these joints. Um, <laughs> other points. Uh, Tori Spelling's in this movie, playing a bimba with red pigtails. Oh, yeah, and she got, like, fucked by a ghost. And then she became, like, yeah. a, a fucking dick-thirsty monster to this ghost. She got ghost-banged. Yeah, and then ghosted. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, she did. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you ghost her? At least this character. I don't remember what her For fucking sure. name is. What's her stupid name in this movie? I don't remember. I was too busy looking at the other Dopey. fine, the other fine redhead bitch in this oh, movie. Theo, played by Kathleen Robertson, who is hot as hell. She had them titties and that that fucking ass with the thong situation. I wanted that. I wanted all her outfits. That was one of those times where I was young and I was like, "Am I gay or do I want to be her?" And it was definitely a little column A, column B. Didn't she have black leather pants that flared out at the bottom and had like faux fur on them? Yes. Is there faux fur at the bottom? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was so 2002 or 2001. That like hot pink crop top situation that was like a little sparkly. Mm-hmm. And she always just had like perfect hair, perfect makeup. It was just big and... Yeah, she had like really vibrant, darker red hair. Yeah, very vixen-y looking. And I was like, hmm, want that? Or do I want to be that? I don't know. Like so many mixed emotions. Also, this house was the ugliest house ever. This is like a failed attempt at like that love witch aesthetic. Yeah. That, like, gothic but colorful aesthetic. 
there's like a purple and blue combination in the upstairs part of this house that makes me gag. <laughs> there's brown and red with brown molding. Hideous. <laughs> there's just everything. Uh-huh. Every color combination in this house is ghastly. It makes me heave. I will say it was pretty ugly. Um, kind of like the house in the movie The Haunting that they were mocking. Well, at least the house killed Owen Wilson. That's true. Shout out to that movie. No. Shout out to Catherine Zeta-Jones in that movie. Yeah. That's where my nice. praise for that movie ends. That movie is <laughs> horrible. Horrible? I just said <laughs> that movie is horrible. Did you just invent a Made word? Made up a word. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Not horrible. Horrible. H-O-R-R-I-F-U-L. Horrible. <laughs> I'm down with that. That is... It's horrible. It's horrible. That is fucking so good, dude. Getting this high on the show is a good idea. We just create words and shit, nigga. We are innovators. We are fucking... Horrible. We are the dreamers that dream, or whatever Willy Wonka said. Horrible. Oh, God, you guys don't fucking steal that from us. Give us credit when you <laughs> use it, at least. Good job, friend. I'm proud of you. Thank you. What else? Oh, my God, we're running out of joint time. Oh, my God, how did we skip over everything Chris Elliott was doing in this movie? Probably because it's awkward to talk about yeah. 20 years later. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't really, I don't know. It's weird. Um, We can at least talk about when he just starts in the middle of already touching this turkey inappropriately he just starts kind of like fucking the turkey during the dinner <laughs> yeah, and just at like, one point randomly goes Hiawatha! and you're like yeah. what <laughs> what is happening the penises and the jinnies and i'm like he just sounds like michael jackson <laughs> yeah and just gotta pop one of these um, for a little extra flavor and bam spice it kick it up a bit <laughs> <laughs> That fucking bird. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it has not aged well. Oh, the parrot. The fucking parrot. That nasty parrot. (laughs) Yeah, like she took it at the end and it was like shit everywhere. Just like (laughs) maniacally, dude. Screaming. Yeah. Menace. I don't remember what that thing said. I just know it fucked with Shorty. It fucked with uh, David Cross's character. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It made a, a weakest link reference when I think Tori Spelling got hit with the chandelier. Oh, yeah, that because that was a thing back then at that time. Yeah. Some of these references, it was really pu- pushing it for me. Cause I was like, oh, shit, I really re- remember. Mm-hmm. I know. God. There's a lot of late 90s, early 2000s isms in this. I know. God, I just got so much smoke in my eye. Okay, so can we really quick just finish, like, by talking about the, like, Weird thing between Ray and Brenda, like, <laughs> them being a couple, but her always, like, side-eyeing him, but also, like, knowing, but also still staying with him, like. <laughs> Does she not think she's hot enough? Regina Hall is amazing. <laughs> like, she's just his beard. I guess. She seems like she knows, but she's just like, whatever, you know? Like, when they were at the dinner table, <laughs> and he was grabbing the rolls, <laughs> and he's like, they're so oh. <laughs> nice and warm. He pulls his hand out of the other guy's ass. And you and hear the... Pop. The, the, yeah. I can't... <laughs> you did it. 
And then Brenda just is like, looking away. <laughs> I know. <she> was... <laughs> <laughs> so silly, dude. So silly. Oh my God. Do you remember? I, this is so dated, but the what lies beneath part is in this, right? Where it's like, yeah, your, your wife. wife. Yeah. But who does it turn into? It's fucking Ray. And and he's like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> you like it? I got mine at such and such. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> it's hot, right? <laughs> he's eating the oh, banana. Oh, God. That was good. <laughs> I just came downstairs for banana. The madras is hot, right? Wig right out of the bag on his head. Mm-hmm, dude. Uh, yeah. That. <laughs> I Ooh, forgot it. Dropping my joint. Oh shit. Yeah, I forgot about that Broached scene. Down. Are you okay, friend? You got it. I got it. I got it. Good. Okay. Broached down. I'm pretty much done. Yeah, me too. Okay, so out of all the scary movies, which one's your favorite? It's close between the first and the second one. I think that the first one is the sharpest as far as spoofing and as far as, you know, getting the beats right, like with what it borrowed and how it executed the comedy. But I think Scary Movie 2 is my favorite. Yeah. I saw them both in the theater. Actually, I think I saw the first four of these in the theater. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, I definitely saw the first one in the theater and that was the hardest I had ever laughed in my life up until that point. Seeing that movie the first time in the theater and then the second one was pretty much right there. Yeah. I have a pretty low brow sense of humor back then because these movies are low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low <laughs> Yeah, I think I was like in sixth grade when these came out. Like sixth, seventh grade, eighth grade maybe. Because it came out in 2000, 2001? 2001. Yeah, so I was in fifth, sixth grade. Um, so, of course, we know where my level of humor was at. And so <laughs> this was literally just like my entire world. I bought the Scary Movie 2 on DVD. Because I had a TV in my room with a DVD player, and I watched it every day. Me too. Day. I, I have that on DVD. Mm-hmm. I watched it every day for like an entire summer. So I remember just being like, this is the greatest movie ever. So, of course, that one is my favorite. But the first one, you're right. It just set the precedent. Like, it was the OG. It's just so good. And the fuck, I remember... When I was in sixth grade, every boy in my class could not stop talking about when he got Cindy to finally suck his dick or, like, give him a hand job, and he fucking came and shot her into the ceiling. <laughs> oh, God. And for so long, I didn't get that joke, because I didn't know what that was about, you know? And then when I finally did, decades later, when I realized what that scene was about, I was like, oh, my, <laughs> disgusting, disgusting. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> I love just the little random moments. Like when Cindy's on the ground in the house at the end and Ghostface is like hovering above her when he does his stupid Matrix thing. And they just start to river dance together for a second. (laughs) (laughs) And also when the like the chubby goth girl has like Tatum's death scene in the garage. And for a second when he's about to chase her, she's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm just a day player. (laughs) 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 I like the remember the was that was that. Because <laughs> those were so, yeah. that was such a 2000s joke for watching that. Now it's so funny because it's like you really had to be there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's true. That was so funny to me. Yeah, dude, nobody does it better like the Wayans brothers in the first two. I don't really acknowledge the third or fourth or whatever the fuck, however many left, because the third one I did see, but I, I just kind of fell off after that because I didn't care anymore. And the Wayans brothers weren't behind it. A lot of people think the third one is the best one. I disagree, but I will say that the two things that are the best about that are Cameron Mannheim, who plays the sheriff from Signs, 
her hat just keeps getting bigger and bigger throughout <laughs> yeah. one scene while she's talking. And then obviously Brenda. Yeah. When Samara's coming out of the TV and she's like, Cindy, the TV's leaking. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, for That's sure. That's scary movie three. Cameron Mannheim's hat and Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's where I, uh, I kind of cut off that scary movie. But yeah, guys, that was our little mini coverage of that. Let us know. Respond to us what your favorite parts of Scary Movie 2 are. Or even the first one. Shit, talk to us. We talk back. Let us know. Yeah, the first three only. I don't want to hear about the others. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I don't. I really don't. Honestly, stick to the top. <laughs> Stay focused. <laughs> you know what we want to hear. Yeah. You know. Don't be trying to be obscure and shit. Okay, so now we are going to get into a film, if I must call it that. Um, Not high cinema. it is uh evil bong not the evil bong it's actually just evil bong see i've been calling it the evil bong this whole time you know black people we like to put me too extra phrases on shit but this is directed by charles band he's done a lot of movies like this and if you've seen this you know what that means so (laughs) the imdb description for evil bong is this is long Straight-laced nerd Alistair moves into a college dorm with hardcore marijuana users Brett, Larnell, and Bachman. Larnell orders an old giant bong that proves to have strange magical powers. We're gonna stop it there because that's all you need to fucking know. I'm like, damn, they finished out a whole movie. We might not even have to do the show. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, there's two more sentences in there. Or one more, but it's long, so it's too much. <laughs> damn. It's too much. Yeah, right away when this movie starts, my initial thought was like, I'm in white reggae hell right now. Oh, I said this sounds like a Jason Mraz reject. This is giving very much like Del Mar Fair reggae fest. White oh reggae. my God, like uh, Dirty Heads. Yeah, OB vibes. This is very San Diego centric. But if you know, you know, just dirty. It's white people with dreads, dude, who just like... Say jobless and fucking. They're obsessed with kava. Yeah. I don't even know what kava is and how you could be obsessed with it. Kava, you know, they yeah. say that word a lot. You know, people that say kava. Patchouli <laughs> piece, dude. Always have like they don't keep they don't have a wallet. They have like a sack. <laughs> a satchel. Yeah. Get it right. It's a satchel. Like like a hemp sack or like a burlap satchel situation <laughs> there's no zipper it's just like one button <laughs> like <laughs> some guy they met in mongolia made it specifically for them but they haggled him for like very to make it like a dollar yeah they paid a micro penny in yeah. american money like mm-hmm. actually a fraction of a penny somehow mm-hmm. what's it called yeah so it's just like a lot of that kind of music going on um, not to be confused with ska, which comes later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the credits are very long too. They tell you every single guest appearance. They tell you every cameo, every person. It's very long. Lots of lots of white reggae. It's bad. I'm like, is this somebody's friend's band on the production team? Like, <laughs> getting a <laughs> lot of yeah, a lot of dub promo. These songs were cheap. This was for exposure. <laughs> Everything was cheap. Yeah. All they did was expose my ears to some trauma. Thank you. Right. But I do like the, as soon as we cut away from this really poorly done in Adobe page maker, 
credit sequence, we see a crucified <laughs> Jesus statue smoking a joint, and I'm like, thumbs up. <laughs> the transition scene, though, where they like to get the zoom out of this is so bad. <laughs> I was like, it's all like, it's all off center, and like, I don't know, I was high, so I was like, I, let me not give it too much. But at the same time, I, I was like, dude, come on. But to zoom out and see a smoking Jesus, it was cool, but it was really, it was janky. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we get, uh, ugh, we get this fucking pedophile ass looking motherfucker named Alistair, who does not want to be called Al, as he makes clear many times throughout the movie, as people try to save their breath in pronouncing all of those syllables. Right. And he's gonna be renting this room from this guy, Larnell, for $40 a week? Where the fuck do these people live? $40 a week? But then you see it, and they're like, this dirty-ass house, and he didn't even have anything, like, to himself. No, you could just tell that this space, this one room, it's basically a giant studio with couches strewn about. And like, basically, this is like the largest set that these motherfuckers could afford. And they just threw this shit all on top of it. And we're like, yeah, this is the apartment. That's the basis for this movie. Yeah. We can't afford to make bedrooms. So that's how this is going to just be. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to makeshift all this shit. One bedroom is now six with curtains. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess, you know. But still, $40 might as well be free. I mean, I guess not. Who in the hell knows? 2006 was a different time. I'm high. Moving on. Regardless, I would not rent anything to Alistair. Like, he just looks like someone who is chopping somebody up into bits. Like, he just has that face. Yeah, he's really creepy looking. Like, I don't know. He definitely looks like either just like a smart nigga or a serial. He reminds me of the character Dexter, like not physically, but like what the typical version of Dexter would look like. No, I feel you on that for sure, for sure. But yeah, so there's like hella niggas living in this house. There's like every time, every time you try to show them a new part of the house, there's like a nigga living there on already like asleep on the couch, asleep on this dirty ass mattress. I'm like, damn, I know a stink in there. They look like they think Bachman looks like a total chud. He's like a party bro who's still. Not out of his frat boy days. You could tell that he, like, goes to the beach and, like, gets hammered and falls asleep and, like, I don't know, has sex with, like, a homeless woman and then gets (laughs) drunk more. Like, he doesn't go home for days because he just, like, wakes up from being wasted, gets more wasted, and does some random shit. Like, he just has, like, I'm a free spirit man, you know. (laughs) Like, goes to Thailand and exploits the culture. You know, that type of white guy. Yeah, and then, like, he meets another roommate. He, and this dude comes out of the bathroom, and he did, I didn't hear no water running. Like, he didn't wash his hands. And then he go and shake his hand right away. Ugh, disgusting. Ew, don't be, I don't, mm, don't shake my hand after you just got out of the bathroom. Don't touch me. Coronavirus! Yeah, this guy's, like, the bully. Like, he's, like, the jockish bully stoner guy. He makes like a Revenge of the Nerds joke against Alistair. And you know what? Normally I'd be like mean. But in this case, I was like, yeah, whatever. What a dweeb. (laughs) I'm indifferent to all these niggas. As soon as I saw like who the cast was, I was like, oh, everyone can die. I don't care anymore. Seriously. I was attached to no one in this movie (laughs) at any point. No, the best character by far is the bong. And we needed more of her as we would get to. So this guy's washed up athlete and... Oh, yeah. He fucking freaks out because his fucking friend, the dummy surfer dude, put like a conch shell, a conch, 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 
Conch. I think it's conk. 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 I went to Key West. I know this when I'm not high. <laughs> I went to Key West and I, I vaguely remember everyone it's saying conk. conk. Yeah, conk fritters. It's for conk. sure conk. Conk it's fritters. Conch. Yeah, it's conk. A moron. Conk. Yeah, it is conk. I am conked out. Okay, no. Too many bad puns. So he's just annoyed, though, because he has a stupid, douchey, like, bookshelf filled with his trophies from when he was in high school, like a loser. Mm-hmm. And the shell is just bothering him. And he asks, he asks Bachman, what is this shell doing here? And Bachman's just like, it's just sitting there. That's what shells do. Oh, God, you're, you're so good at the accent. It's funny. And then he just smacked him upside the head. I guess he called it like a a beacon of masculinity or something something like that yeah i was gonna say did you notice every time they smoke weed they start playing like that white boy reggae all over again they do yeah because they smoke here again and it's just cue it cue up the band dude (laughs) like if they could afford it this entire soundtrack would be sublime 311 and fish (laughs) one (laughs) thousand (laughs) one thousand percent that but yeah, so we find out that the dude uh, used to be a shortstop or some a pitcher or something important in baseball, and he can't because he failed the drug test. He's telling the story while he's still smoking. No surprise there. And they're all trying to pass the joints around, and they try to give it to Al, and he's like, no, I don't smoke. And for some reason, they're surprised, but I'm like, how could you? I know. I'm like, look at him. Yeah. Like, not that I want a stereotype, but, like, this is the stereotype that the movies always portrayed. Like, this is the guy that doesn't smoke weed. Like, right. the nerd. Yeah. The obvious nerd. This is the nerdiest person anyone has ever seen. They've all basically already said that. And then they're, like, shocked that he can't smoke. This is not character shading. This is bad writing. <laughs> Let's just say what it is, people. Word. Yeah, he doesn't smoke, so it's like, duh, nigga. But, you know, he turns out to be a science nigga. That's what my notes say. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a science nigga. <laughs> and so he's like smart, I guess, or whatever. He said he's getting a bachelor's in metaphysics. Yeah, a <laughs> science nigga. And, oh, he gets High Times magazine. And he's reading something in, a, in it about a haunted bong in New Orleans. And how the previous owner, what was wrong with the previous owner? It said that they were dead, which we find out later is a lie. And they mm-hmm. claimed it was possessed. I just want to stop here just for one second because Bachman also called Brett earlier. He called him a queer. They say that shit several times in this movie. Like, oh, they say other things too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they say faggot, and yeah, I think I made bombs. a note of it. They definitely drop bombs. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder again if this movie is aware of that and is commenting on these types of douchey white reggae listening moronic stoners, or if like. They're not in on the joke. Like, this is just, this is just Charles Band's sense of humor. <laughs> we'll never know. And quite frankly, like, it is not worth evaluating. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say probably not. Like, I'm definitely thinking, lean more on the side of, like, that was a choice. And it was like, this is funny to Right. Me. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know what? It's. We must know this going into this movie, that this was definitely not made with all brain cells firing by anybody who participated. And you know what? If they're offended by that, uh, I saw the movie, so you can't argue with me. (laughs) (laughs) No disrespect. Get the money. Get the money. But you've seen it, right? (laughs) 
Yeah, so they're talking about this haunted bond or whatever, and like he also says like his his main news source is High Times magazine because everything they print is the real deal, and all this other shit. I was like, okay, nigga, I was seventeen too one time, you know, and then I grew up. Because mm-hmm. he says everything on the internet is a scam, and I'm like, okay, you're a Republican. <laughs> He did have a very Republican build to him. I don't know how to describe it, but um, I know it when I see it. <laughs> Body type. He kind of looks like the guy from Sugar Ray a little bit. No, not really. Just the hair. He doesn't look like him. Yeah, that was a Mark McGrath hair era, so that that is definitely um, a thing. The Caucasian pencil eraser. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so eventually, like, I guess they do order the bong because then like this big ass box arrives. He doesn't have any money. He makes Al pay for it, which is like, what? Wait, did you not? Did you hear the song that was playing over this transition? Which we have to talk about because we talked about this before we started recording. The transitions in this movie are horrifying. It's like Microsoft Paint, Hot Leaf, like 1998 JPEG. Like, Literally just know. going into Microsoft clip art and going weed. And then the first like three, <laughs> dan- the dancing weed leaf, just the big weed leaf, and then the really pixelated weed leaf. <laughs> and then make it spin. Maybe it was just, like a one that's spinning. And then throw in some yeah. fucking ska music. And that- those are the transitions, guys. But during this transition, there's a song in the background and it is just the most fucking ridiculous song. All of the music in this is terrible. But this song is at least self-aware. And the woman in the song at one point says, wet t-shirt contest, I'm the best. Take my clothes off in Key West. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's a vibe. <laughs> okay. I Okay. I'm into it. I've been to Key West. It sounds like Bad Girls Club. <laughs> yeah, I'm down to do that. I was in Key West and I didn't take my titties out, but I would have. Missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we have horrible and missed opportunity. <laughs> Miss opportunity. Miss opportunity. I want that to be my drag <laughs> name. Miss opportunity. Yeah, like Miss opportunity. If you say it too fast, it sounds like Miss Opera Tuna Titty. So like Opera and Tuna Fish on your titties. <laughs> That long silence was me just like staring into oblivion, uh, the pri- trying to process what Chris just said. Oh God, where am I? Opera in oh. tuna on your titties. The description but for this says- week's episode is going to be so fucking wild, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is so. The title of the episode should be Oprah's Tuna Titties. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Uh, Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. We are definitely not going to get sponsored by Harpo now. Yeah, never wanted to anyway. We were were really close. We were real close, I think. Honestly, yeah. She was (laughs) knocking on our door. But, yeah, this creepy-ass delivery dude shows up. Like, he was so weird and... Did he know? My notes just say this delivery driver touches kids. Yeah, like, there's just sure. no other way around it. Like that's just that's the vibe. Yeah, the face of pedophilia. Like 
<laughs> like on Twitter, there's been a picture because CNN posted this story about unemployment going down and they just, <laughs> or unemployment going up and they just use this random black guy's picture. Oh, no. And so he's been this running joke on the internet of him being like the face of unemployment. <laughs> and so this guy is the face of pedophilia. For sure. Yes, he is. He looks like Clint Howard and Ice Cream Man. If you've seen <laughs> if you've seen that gem. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Ticks? Oh yes, I've seen Ticks. <laughs> we should cover that movie. He's so ugly. Is Wings Hauser in Ticks? No. Alphonse Ribeiro is, though. Oh, he is. And Seth Green. Oh, okay. There's there's names in it, I guess we'll, we'll say. <laughs> I, ha- I have to cast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, right, the, the delivery diddler. Um, <laughs> we find out because Alistair has to cover the fees for... Darnell, wait, Larnell, whatever. Who the fuck is named Larnell? So Larnell, is it like he's like Lars and Darnell together? I don't know. I just think of Lunell, the comedian. <laughs> okay, have you seen Lunell stand up? Every time I see her stand up on television, she is wasted in them. And her titties is out. I know, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. We can't get down a Lunell rabbit hole right now. But we find out that Larnell was cut off by his rich wheelchair-bound lawyer grandpa who's a... Who is so terrible and awful. A nasty motherfucker. He can't say anything, like, clean and nice and just, like, like, no. Dude, everything that came out of his mouth was so fucking vulgar and foul, and that's coming from me. (laughs) Yeah. But the bong is, like, the bong is kind of cool. Also, though, is this a bong? This is a hookah. That's what I said. It's not a bong, it's a hookah. I'm like, this is a fucking hookah. Because they had hoses and shit. And I'm like, okay, maybe, I mean, it must be just a bong with, like, hookah arms. Because there's no, they're not, like, lighting that little, what do you call that fucking disc that you put? Oh, like, the coals, yeah. The coal, okay. It was so weird because you, like, lit it up as, like, you would a bong. But it had hoses and stuff. But that's a hookah, dude. So, yeah, this is not a bong. It is, like, the evil hookah that they were smoking weed out of. Yeah, so, I don't know, whatever. But those are like cheap smoke shop bongs sometimes that add like a hose right. or two. Like I've seen that, but even that wasn't this, and this ain't that. I don't know shit about hookahs. I remember there was a time in like, around this time, honestly, 2006 to 2010, it was very specific. It was when like Edward Sharp and the Magic Zeros was a thing, or Magnetic, whatever the fuck that white crap it, you know. Remember that home is blah blah, that fucking stupid song that everyone was obsessed with for a year that era that was the hookah era and i smoked hookahs but no you get high in 2005 um i was at my friend maddie's house we used to hang out in her garage shout out to you maddie how you doing girl and we smoked hookah in her garage one night and uh, we watched house of wax with paris hilton oh house of wax is fun yeah i got my heart broken though because the dude that i liked he came in the house all late, and he had just gotten um, a blowjob from this girl that I was friends with, so. Oh. <laughs> Heartbreak. Well, fuck her. Hotel. Actually, um, we had a class together, and we had to go to the principal's office because she told because she thought uh, I was going to beat her ass. 
<laughs> I mean, I would have, but preemptive ass whooping. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you told on yourself before you got your ass beat, girl. Now I don't want to beat your ass because now I look like a fucking bully. You know, you just mad yes. scared. But yeah, we smoked hookah and watched House of Wax, and I remember being like, "This is the greatest movie ever." <laughs> <laughs> Again, terrible taste at like 14. Uh. But the bong is, like, big and blue. And it is kind of cool, even if it's a hookah. And Larnell is, like, it's bit like a woman. You've got the tits and the vag. I didn't see any of that. It looks so, like, nondescript at this point. They're not really showing us the front part, It's all blurry every time, yeah. it's not, like, painted yet. Like, <laughs> they start filming these scenes before they, like, put the bong in drag. Yeah, <laughs> finish the props. Yeah, like, the prop master had not... No. acquired the paint yet all that zhuzh was not there yeah i feel like larnell calls alistair and brett a cloud of fuck dust because they're like not as excited about the bong because they think it's ugly because it is kind know. of in some respects it's, but... it's ugly but i like the color yeah. you know whatever yeah it's craggy it's it's a rustic bong i don't know whatever it looks like it would get you fucked up yeah it's big mm-hmm. but they do start getting high off the bong, and they're getting super high. Um, probably as high as we are right now. Did we smoke from this bong? Right. Um. Did you notice? Why did that dude keep saying monkey? I did. I made a note of that later because he does say it at an interesting time. But yeah, he does. Like, Bachman says monkey sometimes. It's so weird. I'm not sure why. He just said, monkey. I'm like, why? It's just like, I is it just like white guy gibberish? Yeah. But they have another cipher. And they're all, again, like, stoned on this disgustingly ugly bong that's massive. And Cottonmouth Kings is playing, I want to say. Like, it sounds like that fucking <laughs> disgusting, like, weed, horror hop, or, like, hip-hop horror genre, horrorcore genre bullshit that would be <laughs> in the same vein as, like, Insane Clown Posse and all that shit. Mm-hmm. God, I, I hate Cottonmouth Kings so fucking much and being yeah, from southern california bad. it is literally like what do you hate more of this as a southern california kid red hot chili peppers and sublime or oh. fucking cottonmouth kings like pick your fucking poison because they're both going to be just shoved down your throat well what's funny i'm well it's not funny it, it is what it is i'm not from southern california and i dislike all of those bands <laughs> so you get it but you like oh god you were so blessed and highly favored you didn't have to endure that growing up but yeah, so they're playing the sad-ass Godmouth Kings, and then, yeah, that's when my notes also say this is more of a hookah than a bong, because then that's when we see them all, like, smoking out of it, like, a hookah mm-hmm. would be smoked out of. Yeah. And they just have this really long cipher, then they do, like, <laughs> the camera does a weird pan on the bong, just for a long time, and then it goes into one of those weird clip art transition because mm-hmm. my note says, what the 420 clip art is going on here? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then it looks like, is he sleeping in the bong starts breathing? Is that what happens? My next part in my notes is where they're talking about that girl. One of them says, like, you can't have a bad blowjob. And Brett, the jockey one, is like, no, there was this chick, Carla Brewster. Chick had a set of teeth on her like a school of piranha notching on a baby goat. <laughs> you know why? Because I skipped over all that. I was like, this is so oh. like <laughs> Matter of Oh, open. okay. Yeah, I guess I... <laughs> I, guess, I guess I just kind of like breezed through a lot of that dialogue and just went straight to like when the bong starts breathing, you know? Remember? Yeah, no, that's fine. 
the bong breathes and it says, alive again, I need more. And Alistair hears it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it says, 24 hours later. Uh-huh. Bachman is getting high on the couch and Brett shows up with these two women, Luann and Janet. And Luann is in a cheerleading outfit and she is just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, again, pro- proper usage of the word too. Congrats. Okay, did you notice this is when they're all sitting down and like he brings up what's his face smoking too much? Yeah. Aren't you guys all stoners? Why are you being the pot patrol? Like, this nigga is the cannabis cops. I know. It was weird. Like, everything that these people said. The flower feds, dude. Why are you clocking how much weed this guy smokes? And all you you guys got this massive bong. Why don't you want your friend to, like, just keep smoking weed? I know. He, like, compares how much he smoked to how much the other guy smoked. But then, like, the guy that they're ragging on, Bachman, it's his weed. And I'm like, Leave him alone. It's is it his. community weed or is it his weed? Like, why are you being so like, like I said, the fucking flower feds, dude. Well, right. Because like, I wasn't sure at first, but then Luann asks him if she could take a little weed. I don't know if she even asked. She's just like, I'm taking some. And she takes a lot. Yeah. Bitch, you better give me some money then. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, uh-uh. No. And shit free. But Luann tells fucking Alistair that she only wears the cheerleading outfit to turn Brett on. And that actually worries me about this person. Like, I know, obviously, this is not that fucking serious. This movie is the least serious thing. Yeah, very low brow, yeah. Or or among them. But, like, he's tied to his high school trophies. He, like, referred to them as a bunch of masculinity surrounded by femininity once the bong was there. Or someone referred to it as that. He was, like, kissing him and shit. Being weird, dude. It was just bizarre. And it just makes it feel like does he like high school cheerleaders? Like, does he have like a weird fetish that's not right? I think he's like so, well, no, because now look at his psychoanalyzing. I know. Those were his best days. So he's obsessed with like high school. Literally what and I was high school age say. people. Yeah, because I knew. His... <laughs> Hold on, let me clean this up. I know somebody like that. you were gonna specify too much you were gonna be like i knew them from this year full name full full graduation (laughs) because i'm just so used to just like yeah okay anyways you're used to talking shit freely (laughs) (laughs) say what i want to say um (laughs) so these girls are there and larnell he like tries to make a pass at one of the ladies and she rejects him. And then he gives this very weird monologue. Did you catch that? I don't remember what he said. Basically, she says like, I'm not interested. And he was like, that's okay. We're two adults having clear communication and oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. That. Yeah, something about clear communication and I can accept what you're saying to me and we can go on without making the rest of the night awkward. And I was like, well, you know, it's awkward. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. Weird I know. I'm like, was that their attempt to try to make him sound like level-headed? He said it in a sarcastic way, though. Right, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, because I'm like, bro, you still you still give, like, rapey college frat road vibes, so it's whatever. Yeah, I don't even, I honestly barely remember. This. It's hard to get this movie to stick. Dude, <laughs> I was just like, take your L and go, bro. Like, yeah. I know. I mean, truly, I was super mega stoned watching it, and I still am. But, like, there's no other way to get through it. Mm-mm. There just isn't. You just have to. 
at least with Jack Frost, you could get through it because it was like, you know, nostalgia and like high. <laughs> this one is just like all high. Yeah, Jack Frost, it had more jokes. Yeah. Even though a lot of those jokes were fucked up, it just had more jokes. Uh-huh. And I feel like this movie, it's like a slow burn. And slow burns are not bad, but when it's supposed to be like a ridiculous straight to video piece of trash, you know, it needs to have a little more, you know, crackling pace, you know, cracking pace, whatever. I don't, I don't know. Cracking, crackling. I could eat some cracklings. (laughs) So what's her fucking name? The annoying one. Luann starts to trash the bong because I mean, whatever. It's there and it it is kind of, I like it. I guess it's ugly to everybody else, but I'm like, whatever. It looks cool. I feel like it would be like in an Enya music video in the background. Oh, like, it just looks, there's a waterfall by it. You know, there's rocks. There's white people chanting. The bong is there. I see it. Okay. So, you have vision. Mm-hmm. Luann says that it looks like a gigantic outhouse that white trailer trash wouldn't even crap in. I'm like, that's harsh. But also, I, it made me chuckle. Um, what made me chuckle even more was she turns to Janet and she's like, ew moment. And then they both just go, ew. <laughs> like they telegraphed their ew moment. I was living for that. That's silly. Like, I feel like that was like a little bit of satire that, I mean, it's annoying that Charles Band probably wrote that just to mock young women. But, you know, it, there's a little. It's silly and cute. It's cute. She also said the bong looks like an old moldy dick. <laughs> yeah. At this point, we need to get to the the juice of it. And that's like when the bong comes to life. Because is the bong smoking this dude? Yeah, this is where the bong comes to life. The bong does call Luann a bitch. Yeah. Everyone cheers. But yeah, the bong just starts to smoke Bachman. When everyone else is kind of like cleared out. Yeah. The bong smokes Bachman. And all of a sudden, he's, like, in a strip club with some really bad, like, knockoff Rob Zombie music. Mm-hmm. With, like, big titty strippers first, everywhere, yeah. This is, like, the dirty version of I Dream of Genie when you go into the genie bottle. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it just, is. like, debauchery inside this fucking bong bottle, you know? Or inside this bong. And my notes just say, like, strip club inside the bong? What is happening? Titties! And then there's, like, a tiny, also, tiny claymation voodoo nigga. Yeah, it's like a Zuni doll. It looks like the doll from Trilogy of Terror or like a similar style. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? Why? He's smoking a joint though. So I'm like, okay, he could stay. And jerking off at some point. Like, he does, he later does jerk off, I think, when someone gets killed. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get to that. There's also a little person that looks like that guy from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. I was trying to figure out where his face was from, but yeah, totally. I don't know if it's him because I looked and he's not listed in the credits because these people cannot pay for the credits. Only the first, like 12 people are in the credits for this movie. This guy did not make the cut, but I'm like, was he in Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking if about. If you know, I can't even describe the episode. It was like a more fantastical episode. Yeah. I don't know. For sure. In the woods or some shit. Anyway, so he was there, I think, maybe. Yeah. But he warns Bachman about the stripper being like a creature of the night. And then she has like these like party city ghoul titties that, that exactly he just goes, oh my God, boobs, huh? That is literally what my note says. It said, LOL, at this party city ass skeleton bra thing that killed him. <laughs> oh, thank God. That is so funny. So these 
like plastic cheap ghoul titties just bite Bachman's throat out and he says I love you and then the Zuni doll is jerking off and then as he dies he says monkey yeah monkey what the fuck did we just watch what happened what is going on I kind of love it because it's just a mind fuck not a skull fuck a mind fuck because <laughs> my notes are just like that's how the bong kills question mark bro what is this movie question mark question mark question mark question mark yeah like what are these manifestations of you know like why is this doll here what is going on is it oh you know what they said it's from 1960s new orleans is it some subtle racism it's like a voodoo doll new orleans they're thinking like voodoo people like is it just going there is that why the doll is there oh yeah i don't know does that doll represent like the voodoo spirit that they were talking about in the beginning that would make sense because it they did like make note that it was from new orleans and it was haunted because for whatever mm. the fuck reason that came out of left field as far as like that little doll thing being there because he's not in a, any other scenes either he's just in this scene because we come back to this strip club a lot and i don't think we see the doll again. never again so yeah that might be yeah. it just kind of like like a random callback to that like note of where it's from that makes sense and so we get back out of the bong land dream situation <laughs> yeah. but we're back to reality yeah and first thing i hear is pour me a bowl and i was so confused because i was like don't you mean pack me a bowl or like load a bowl and it's literally he was asking Al to pour him a bowl of cereal. And my notes go, oh, it's actually cereal. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, he makes his roommate pour him a bowl of cereal at like almost in the same fashion of like, dude, I need a beer. <laughs> Which I thought was silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all having a little like, you know, cypher talking and shit. And they're like, dude, what's up with Bachman? Like, why is he being all quiet? He's, he's slumped, dude. He must be high, high. And then after further investigation, they're like, oh shit, child, he did. He is dead. And they're just kind of like, well, we have a party, so we gotta like. <laughs> yeah, he's like, the girls are coming over. We have to clean the fuck up. Yeah, so put him in the storage or something until mm-hmm. the grandpa comes over in the wheelchair. So they have to like hide him under blankets and shit. Because remember, he has to go to the bathroom. And then he mm-hmm. almost finds him. But he comes in, he's super vulgar. And he's just, like, cussing him out. I didn't write down any of the slurs because I was too high. And there's just so many. But he was just saying so many terrible things to his grandson. Yeah. He said, open up this door instantly, you cocksuckers. Because they, like, pause. They're trying to figure out, like, do we call the cops? Do we dump this body? Whatever. Like, they weren't sure what to do. <laughs> and... I think when they let him in, he says that Larnell is as much use as a soiled tampon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or he says that to Bach. I think he says that to Bachman. I don't know. I forget. He says it to one of them. He says it about Bachman because Bachman's not there. And I think that he says that Larnell has a mind like a urinal cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How loving. What a <laughs> nice man. And then we have to hear about him, like, getting a new girlfriend and how she's just, like, this firecracker of a vixen and blah, blah, blah. And then we see this, like, 4'11", <laughs> maybe, like, 4'5", like, foot woman who's old and frail and tiny and just, like, tired. And she's introduced as Dame Rosemary Cornwallis, <laughs> like, setting her up to be the most regal, like, badass woman ever. They're playing some, like, 
juvenile level, like back that ass up, like hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> and she just comes in with a cane yeah, and tiny. then immediately takes a nap. <laughs> like, I'm like, is she dying? Yeah. She just passed. Has she taken her Lipitor? Has her heart stopped? She just passes out with her head back. It's so like, God, you just sit on this dirty ass couch. You don't even know them. <laughs> yeah. I think one of them said, like, I bet she's so old that when she opens her legs, like moths fly out of her snatch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But yeah, the grandpa like barges his way through the apartment so he can use the bathroom. They do a really good job of hiding his body, but we get more weed art clip transitions. Oh, wait, there's just one part here that was so gross to me, though, because Larnell says to his grandpa, I think this is before the woman walked in. He was like, I was hoping you hooked up with some big titty bimbo I could bang on the side. And it honestly didn't really seem like he was joking. Like, that was just... Ew. Why would you say that? That's so gross. That's so gross. And then his grandpa's like, I don't have no harlots and da 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 like. <laughs> He's like, I, I hope that one day convicts will feast upon your scrotum sack. Yeah. I'm like, this grandpa is a savage. I think he calls him a douchebag. He calls yeah. him an, an enema or an enema bag. Yeah, yeah, he does. Like, he likes bag insults. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> He's so gross. Yeah, my notes just at this point said they're not dying fast enough. But, um. They store the body like leftovers, essentially. Like, <laughs> they just want to have a party. So they just all agree to just like hide them in the fridge or like hide them somewhere, like, you know, old clothes. Yeah, they said they wanted to make it look like a mob <laughs> hit, like the way that the mob would do it. <laughs> what the fuck? And I was like, how are you going to try to hide a dead body in there as if that house don't stink enough? Mm-hmm. I know it smelled crazy in there. But um, then we finally kind of like hear the bong talk for real, for real, like full sentences. Yeah, she looks more human than she did before. Like, after she killed Bachman, she starts to... I mean, she looks like Kim Cattrall. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Kim Cattrall and sounds like Maya Rudolph doing her Whitney Houston impression. Oh, yes. With a little bit of uh, Deborah. What's her face from Mad TV? Deborah Wilson. Oh, my yeah. God. Deborah Wilson is the best. Yeah. <laughs> doing her Whitney Houston. But she mostly sounds like Maya Rudolph doing Whitney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God, this this bong. Because the bong now, it's ready for Larnell, and the bong is being, to quote Monique on Flavor of Love Charm School, slutacious. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she is definitely like flirting hard. She is seducing him into taking a bong. Yeah, because he like crawls her. He's like, yeah, come on, daddy, come on, come on, mm-hmm. give it to me, give it to me, smoke me, get me, like light me up on or some shit. I'm like, oh, this is yeah. kinky. Yeah, and now he's in the strip club, and this is where we really get to see Brandy C up close. Mo titties. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this is where we see the ginger dead man. <laughs> he's Gary at the Busey. strip club. It's not Gary Busey, but Gary Busey did do that role. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly what he said. He just makes a couple of gross sexual puns about pastries, and... Oh, God. You're like, yeah, it's a little ick. So at the club, Grandpa shows up and just reads Larnell for sucking on dirty diapers as a kid. I'm like, what? What the hell? And he calls him an ignoramus. And then Larnell is like, well, that's better than being an ignoramus. Yeah, yeah. And then the bong gets him the fuck out of here. Yeah, because Larnell is like, I'd rather have a stripper than that dusty old vaginal scab that you married, basically, to Grandpa. Oh, 
it's just so graphic, dude. Like the imagery that comes with their fucking their burns. <laughs> I know. And he's like, the bitch is more fucked up than any mummy movie I ever saw. And then Eb the bong <laughs> has Grandpa thrown out, and I'm like, Eb, Eb, evil bong. Oh my god, this was specifically written like this so stone people could have this exact realization. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Thank you. I did not even connect those dots until right now. But I was going to say, <laughs> those, <laughs> those disses about his old lady were mad funny because, like, we saw her already. <laughs> she was so tiny. <laughs> and, and you're saying all this, like, shit about her. It was just, like, visually, like, it really, really drove it home for me. She looked like George Washington. Or she, I don't know. She just looked. She was just old. So tidy. Do you remember, like... Old and raggedy. Yeah, she just looked like, I don't know, like, Stuart Little's grandma. Like, <laughs> like Maisie. She just looks frail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Maisie. You know that little white mouse who used to, like, dress yes, up? Yes, I remember Maisie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what she looked like. <laughs> Literally every time I hear the name Maisie, I just think of the mouse. <laughs> That's what Maisie is. Yeah, shout out to all my 90s kids who know that reference. We're talking about <laughs> Rupert, now we're talking about Maisie. <laughs> oh my god. What's next, Little Bear? I love Little Bear. I was going to say, <laughs> yes. Or Babar. <laughs> oh, Babar. Also, Franklin the Turtle. I Ooh, liked Franklin. I love Franklin, too. I love Little Bear. Oh, Little Bear. Where the hell are we going? Why have we gotten this far? <laughs> We've gotten all the way to Franklin. <laughs> okay, so after we get the grandpa- I also love the snorks. We're moving on. That's it. We got the grandpa the fuck up out of there. The bong <laughs> Evie gets him in the fuck up out of there. And then he gets back to the bitches, right? This part, I'm, I noted because I was like, why is she covered? We already saw your titties, bitch. Because the stripper's on stage and she's got on some, like, cover-up shit. Like, bitch- Make it. That's the whole point. <laughs> Ho, why yeah, is you we, here? We have already seen that. Yeah. yeah. Ho, why is you here? So she tries <laughs> to get a little one-on-one time with him. And this is funny because it's Brandy C from Rock of Love. <laughs> and all she did was fight for one-on-one time with the loser. So. <laughs> oh. Hold on. That's the next one. This one I have, it's sharks. There's definitely shark titties. Hold on. The okay. one right now is sharks. Okay. The lips does come later. Okay. She's still covered up because it's like, but you already saw your... And then I was like, oh, it's, she has her death bra on. And then, yeah, she just kills him. Yeah, with her great white titties, her shark bra, great white titties, and why? Again, we had the first guy, Bachman, had the fucking Zuni doll jerking off with the skull titties, and this guy has shark titties. Yeah. Is it just because, just because? If it's just because, and this is high-ass shit... I am here for it. But if there's supposed to be a reason, I am not getting it. I do not understand. Yeah, it was so... They're nonsensical things. But then we get back to the porty, right? Because it's finally time for the porty. Yeah, Luann and Janet show up. You got a host come through and they try to turn up. Yeah, Luann asks where Bachman is and they say he's dead tired. Uh, Yuck, yuck. (laughs) Yeah, he's dead. I needed my Minnesota laugh for that joke. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they try to, like, lie about where he's at, and 
God, just skip through the bullshit. Like, <laughs> I have to highlight one thing because this scene is stupid. They're playing Trivial Pursuit. Who yeah. fucking cares? Yeah, what the fuck? But at one point, I think that Alistair and Janet win Trivial Pursuit and Brett burps in Alistair's face when he's like pretending to congratulate him for winning. And the burp is a like a it's a point five. It is an embarrassment to the art of belching. <laughs> and I was offended. <laughs> if you're going to use a burp as a burn at the minimum. It's a seven. You got to commit. There's just no way. They got to feel the heat. Or if it's going to be like a six, it's got to stink. Yeah. You just can't go. Eh. <laughs> How dare you? Passionate opinions, guys. You guys heard it How first. How dare you? <laughs> don't come with the bullshit. It's, just, it's embarrassing. Like, don't, don't, don't do that to yourself. Ass. Come with your full ass, okay? You have to belch, not burp. Say it with your whole chest. Yes, that wasn't even a burp. It was a So, yeah, like, while the hoes are present, shit gets lame really quick. So then they decide to smoke weed about it after playing this weak-ass board game. And they're all having a little cypher. But while they're smoking, too, mind you, like, while this whole party's going on, uh, their dead friend is just sitting in a lazy boy, like, around them. That they don't realize that he's, like, dead. They think he's just, like, passed out. Which is interesting that it's Larnell because, like, he was kind of introduced as, like, the main one yeah. of the trio. Yeah. But, like, Brett's the last one. So, yeah. I'm like, okay, trope inverted. At least something interesting happened here. <laughs> Normally in a slasher, if you could call this a slasher, the final friend to die would be Larnell. Yeah. But it isn't. Mm-mm. So, hey. But after they get high, what the fuck is Luann doing? Bro. What is this, like... This is some Florida panhandle shit. Dude, my notes say Lisa from Top Model is going crazy right now. Oh, wait, which Lisa? D'Amato? That Lisa? Yeah, the crazy Lisa. Drunk Lisa. Okay, yeah. Alcoholic bitch. Yeah, 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 dude. I was like, dude, Lisa from Top Model is on a sick one. That little orange hair was humping Mm -hmm. everything, going crazy. She was. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? She kept saying, I'm horny. She repeated, I'm horny. She's throwing herself around. She's got some, like, shitty beads on. I'm like, you, did you go to Mardi Gras in, like, the outskirts of New Orleans? Like, this isn't, this is not Bourbon Street level beads. This is, like, Baton Rouge beads. We don't want to see your Baton Rouge beads, Luann. She also had on, like, um, feathers, which was weird. It's like a... If you're from Baton Rouge, I'm sorry. Marabou <laughs> feather situation going on and her skirt and shit. And then she was just... Hopping around like a rabid, horny beast, just humping everything and going, I'm so horny, I'm so horny, I'm so horny, I'm so horny. And then she blew up a condom and like a balloon at some point. And then yeah. she hopped on a goddamn pogo stick. And let's, when, who, who has a pogo stick? When? Well, also that. But before she jumped on the pogo stick, she said, I know what's going to make you feel like a chocolate sprinkle haagen ice cream. Like, this is just weed. Do you know how high we are right now? Bro. And we are not talking this shit. Say that. I mean, I guess this is the evil bong, but... No. This is the shit I be talking about, and this is why I low-key used to hate stoner comedy movies. This is like Reefer Madness from the 30s. Like, this is so exaggerated. People acting ridiculous on weed, and then it just reminds me of, like, in middle school and high school when we used to, like... Smoke with people who just wanted to smoke to be cool. So you give them shitty weed or you give them shit that's not weed and tell them it's weed and then they fake being high. 
and they're like, dude, I'm so ripped. They're like, nigga, you were smoking you oregano, oregano on sage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. ground up oregano on sage. You were smoking sage bones, nigga. Shut the fuck up. And they get so like, I'm, I'm like so high. Or they smoke real weed and they're still ripped like eight hours later off one bowl. You're like, bro, the fuck out of here. No. So it was very much giving that as far as her little spaz out moment. And so she's like humping him crazy. Yeah. And then she gets on a pogo stick. And my notes are just like, like a bunch of questions about this pogo situation because I just like, where did they pull this out? Of all things, like a pogo stick? What? Who even possesses a When you are smoking weed, you should not be pogoing nowhere. I have seen videos recently of people doing extreme pogoing, but I feel like they've been dedicated to that for a long time. And that's not just something you just, like, pick up, you know? Like... That's not something you do when you're high, either. Yeah. Unless you're really good at it. Yeah, I'm saying. You can pogo while high? Good for you. I sure as fuck can. I can't even ride a bicycle. Yeah, but then like five minutes later, because this is a really long spaz scene, and I'm going to congratulate her for her breath control. She maintained this energy level for quite a while. She did. Yeah, then they eventually, like, pass out. Just, like, cold. Both of them. Well, Brett passes out first, and Luann, here we go, says, you're going to get up, or I'm going to tell the rest of the team you're going faggot. Oh, yeah, that's why we get the bombs, dude. She's dropped bombs. I'm like, well, you can die, you asshole. I forgot she dropped bombs in the scene, but I hella remember that. That was nuts trash but so my notes are like are they dead now because then they end up in the bong right well not yet not before because janet also took a hit of the bong but she only took one hit because she's a lady yeah or she's just like nerd adjacent and annoying about her like weed purity just so everybody knows you're not like better than anyone for not having smoked weed you don't, like, turn into a demon once you finally smoked it. It's some reason it's a threshold for so many people where it's like, once I smoke weed one time, I am now, like, among the dirtbags. And that's bullshit. Yeah, dude, I have a friend who quit smoking for, like, eight months because he felt like he was lazy and unproductive and not getting anything done and all these negative things. And I'm like... That's not on weed. That's on you. Yeah, like, that's... With or without Smoke weed. less. That's not weed's fault. Yeah, like if anything, I don't know. Like that's because I'm doing just fine, dude. I get everything done. <laughs> and I'm yeah. always high. Don't abuse it. You got to find your sweet spot. And if your sweet spot is zero, it's zero. That's okay. Don't be shaming it's other totally people. totally fine. You don't have, you don't, you can't hang baby lungs ass niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if you smoke cigarettes. I really am so annoyed when cigarette smokers act like weed is so trashy. Bro, say that. Okay, we're going down a rabbit hole again. So Janet is high off of one I guarantee you all of our side banter is mounds better than this entire fucking movie. You are right, though. You're right. (laughs) But Janet, for some reason, is getting horny off this weed like what is this is this weed laced with cocaine and ecstasy like i don't know what's happening here viagra right whatever i'm not sure but she's like trying to rip off alistair's clothes and i'm like oh god whatever weed that is i never want to smoke it because (laughs) no i don't want to fucking fuck the dude who looks like a child predator dude he looks like deuce bigelow's nemesis in deuce bigelow male gigolo do you remember, like, the detective who was psychotic? Yes. William Forsythe? Yes. Yeah. Ew, yes. He was That's obsessed. what he looks like. 
no one wants to fuck that. But in the middle of this, Alistair notices that Larnell's not breathing, finally. And they don't really seem as alarmed by that as you would think they would be. There is a kind of like a late reaction from her. Yeah, like she seems slightly alarmed, but he doesn't seem alarmed at all. He's just kind of like, oh, he's also dead. That's it. That's what you mean, also. But then Alistair notices that the bong has changed. And he like puts two and two together that like Bachman died. The bong changed. The schmuck's dead. The bong changed again. He says something about transcendentalism again. The fucking Janet pretends like she gives a shit. I don't know. All of the shading of the characters, all of the excess in this movie sucks. I don't <laughs> care. When I hear transcendental, for some reason, all I think of is that Death Cab for Cutie album that came out when we were in high school, which is not that. It's transatlanticism. We're, all right. Why am I talking about Death Cab for Cutie? What the fuck is happening? This movie has rotted my brain. No, fully, dude. Because you know what? You had that. And I thought of um, Transistent Sister from Porn. Which is, <laughs> oh. which is one of the greatest videos of all time because all the members of Corn are played by Snoop Dogg, Exhibit, Little John, and God, who's the last dude? I don't know. Anyways, the video is incredible. Watch it, by the way. So this movie is so out of whack. Who cares? Yeah. So I don't know. Some shit goes on. But then <laughs> this is when <laughs> the, the bong smokes Brett and Luann. And now they're in the strip club. And Luann is just being annoying, and security immediately throws her out, and the bong is like, bye-bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it squirts this hoe out of their club. I'm like, thank God. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get Brandy C's money shot. Well, not money shot. Not money shot in the porn sense. Money shot as in her highlight of the movie. Yeah, this is the part that she probably shows people when she's like doing like a real highlight and stuff. She's like, this is one of the, the, <laughs> yeah. this is the clip I was in. <laughs> not too much yeah, titty that, shown yeah no yeah she's got that bra with the lips on it mm-hmm. and just like carla brewster who is i guess her the whole time we just didn't know that yet because brett never came to the strip club until now basically just like the school of piranha she uses the lips on her titties to eat his dick and i'm like okay that works for me yeah fuck him he was a douche he definitely sucked and yeah, the bong gets more powerful and it changes again. And then Jimbo shows up at the apartment and it's Cheech. And we're like, cool. I forgot that he was in this movie. Like, I know that he was on the cover and he's like billed as the It's Tommy Chong. Oh my God. Did I say Cheech the first time too? I don't think so. Yeah, it is definitely not Cheech Marin. It is Tommy Chong. <laughs> Oh my, no, earlier in my notes, I wrote Tommy Chong, and right here, I wrote Cheech. Whoops. <laughs> Whatever. Another one of the stoners whose movies are actually not that good. Um, like, <laughs> uh, 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 Sorry. Yeah, Tommy Chong makes his little appearance as Jimbo, <laughs> and he's all like, Tommy Chong in it, and... <laughs> He's just trying to explain, like, how he used to be in the bong, and then he got out of the bong somehow. Honestly, this part was actually cute to me, because he said that his wife put the bong up for sale, because it's evil, and that she also put up his collection of Hot Wheels cars. Oh, yeah. And he said, man, I miss those cars, and let me tell you, I love my Hot Wheels cars, and I gave them to my cousin's son. 
because I'm a good person. And then I found out that she is MAGA and I feel like an asshole. Big yikes. <laughs> but I gave him to the goddamn kid. Ugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Bill uh, Mosley's next. <laughs> That's all I care about. Well, because now, like, Janet is there. Oh, wait, no, that's not where we're at. Okay, hold on. So Jimbo says, <laughs> ooh, Jesus, we are we are going. God. Am I coming back? I'm not sure. I don't know, dude. So the bong has a voodoo curse on it. It killed all of Jimbo's friends, and he tells Alistair that Janet is where you go when you take a hit, and there's no coming back from there. But somehow Jimbo <laughs> did. Because I don't fucking know. Because he's Tommy Chong. He's like a weed master. So Alistair finally takes a hit of the bomb so he can go and save Janet because chivalry and whatnot. So Jimbo gives him quote unquote vitamins. We never find out what these actually are. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I have no idea. And Alistair immediately passes out and wakes up. And then fucking, oh my God, what is happening? We're cutting back and forth. So simultaneously, E.B. the bong is trying to get Jimbo to take a hit while Alistair is in the strip club and also meets E.B. But back in the actual apartment, Jimbo tells E.B. that he missed her. And she's like, I know you did, motherfucker. I'm like, we just need more of her because she is the best part of this movie. The best part for and sure. He's like, I came to take you out, bitch, and starts hitting Evie with a hammer, but... Doesn't work. There's, like, a, a barrier. She's got magic. Yeah. yeah. And then he tries to chainsaw her. I'm like, that's your next logical step. You go from hammer to chainsaw? I mean, I appreciate, like, the exponentially growing effort in those choices, but... Right. I don't see the logic in it. Back at the strip club, Alistair says that Evie is... A cursed narcotic paraphernalia. I'm like, wow, that's a fucking burn. Like, I know that this is a joke. Like, we're roasting nerds like him, but can it be funny, though? Right, <laughs> dude. I'm like, if you're going to have the nerdy nigga, let him be kind of funny for the sake of the goddamn movie. I want to be entertained. Anyways, then some old motherfucker. I don't know who this is. So he looks like a detective who, like, killed his wife or something. Comes up to Alistair. And he just says that the blonde one has a nice set of teeth. What? Are you talking about the dude in the suit? This is just some guy that looks dead. I just wrote some old motherfucker that looks like a detective who killed his wife. Says to Alistair that the blonde stripper has a nice set of teeth. Oh, God. They, like, set it up like he's going to say a nice set of tits. But they say teeth. So it's like, ah, ha, ha. But... Alistair comes across Janet getting a lap dance from like a hot stripper guy. And the guy says to Alistair, I was like, dude, calm down. I'll get you next. And then Alistair <laughs> says that he's a red blooded man. And I'm like, are you homophobic too? Like Jesus Christ. Like, is this actually a joke now? Like, this is not a joke. Yeah. Like, I'm like, is the baseline just to be like, okay, everyone's homophobic. <laughs> I mean, it is 2006. It really is just how it was. Yeah, totally. But, like, we're supposed to be rooting for this guy. I mean, are we, though? It's evil bong. Why am I even thinking? There are no... There's no point. ...heroes or villains in this movie. Everyone just deserves what they get in this. There's just things. Yeah. It's just events happening that are just chaotic. 
But like looking like that though, this character says that like you homophobic dweeby ass like Circuit City stock boy looking piece of shit. <laughs> like fuck you. Yeah, he looks like sure. he jerks off into a sock because his own cum grosses him out. You know, like one of those. Like <laughs> like you don't deserve to get laid. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Janet deserves better. Yeah, she's super horny for him. Alistair also calls the strippers' gyrations offensive, and then he, like, knocks the guy's hat off, and I'm like, how dare you? You're offensive. You're disgusting. Everything about you grosses me out. But, yeah, he's, like, alfalfa without the alfalfa sprout. Like, he has that, like, that extreme part. That's a perfect way of putting it. 14 pounds of gel sticking 98 hairs to your head as furiously as possible. (laughs) Like, just get out of my face. And the stripper is way better looking than you, so fuck you. (laughs) But back at the house, apartment, set, whatever the fuck this place is, Jimbo pulls out dynamite to blow up the bong, and she just spews out weed smoke to get him high. Like mustard gas, almost. Yeah, it does look like that, and it apparently works. Alistair tries to get Janet to leave. She doesn't want to leave, and they run into Bill Mosley, who basically just says a bunch of nonsense, and he says to Alistair that, I'm going to work on you with a car battery and a grapefruit spoon. And I'm like, please just kill him. Mm. <laughs> can we, Can you, though? Like, you say that, but I don't see a car battery and a grapefruit spoon, and I wish I did see them. Yeah, I want you to be literal with that. Because <laughs> I don't want Alistair to have Janet. Yeah, no. One, she's not a possession. Two, Janet just, Janet just deserves to be free of all the douchebags in this movie. Just let Janet go. Mm-hmm. Free Janet. Free Janet. just gonna make a campaign my notes at one point though do say she's dead weight bro let it go because he was just trying to drag her all through the club and i'm like nigga sometimes you have to let some of that shit go you can't take it with you save yourself i'm like you don't even know her you don't why are you so determined like you're not trying to save the niggas that you have to pay rent with you're gonna pay all this free by yourself because you're always trying to do 40 dollars every week or whatever the fuck it like nigga and it's like six niggas in one house come on save some of them so you can split this rent think logically he's not thinking at all but i guess the bong is bisexual because (laughs) now it whispers to janet so maybe there's some queer representation in here after all um i'm just gonna pretend so i can get through the last five minutes of this disaster so the bong beckons to janet to bring alistair to her and we find out that the bong like a Bond villain, wants to control the world with pot smoke clouds and oceans of bong water. And I'm like, even pot smokers don't like bong water. Yeah, my bong that water nasty. disgusting. Like, so the whole world's gonna smell like ass? Yeah, like what Hexes from um, Ferngully looks like. That cloud of smoke. Like, that's what she wants Earth to look like, dude. Also, in that little monologue talking about turning the world into all that, it got, like, oddly patriotic when Alistair responded. Yeah, he called her a hopped-up imperialist, a ganja-headed dictator, and a glass-blown witch. Because people should have the right to get high when they want and if they want. And that is true. But he also called himself a red-blooded man before. So I'm thinking... It sounds more like hoorah shit than yeah. like, it sounds more like Vietnam than World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh God, I don't want to deep dive on this because it's just not necessary. But it was also like, 
is this like a stoner movie or is this like a stoner propaganda movie you know yeah it might actually be an anti-weed movie yeah if anything i don't really know i just don't think much thought really went into this and we're just high and reading into it because we have nothing i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're this yeah we just have weed and vibes dude no fucking real discourse over it just vibes no we are so high right now so (laughs) alistair tricks janet into playing some stupid game so they can eat the vitamins jimbo gave them and yeah it dehides them yeah like what are these pills you're just taking anything like (laughs) move on move on like a fedra who knows what the fuck this shit is it ain't anything real So Jimbo has now been pulled to the strip club because I guess that the weed that EB blew out of her stack got him real fucked up. And Alistair and Janet just go. That's the climax. That's it. Jimbo gets there and then they leave. And Jimbo calls the bong a bitch a lot in this scene. (laughs) He's just everything. So much. Everything he says. He's like, put this in your pipe, you evil bitch. And he just blows everything up. Yeah and kaboom yeah kaboom and in the apartment all the guys and luann's stupid ass wake up and they're not dead yay i'm so happy they're alive my notes when they ran out of the town there or ran out of like the bong land or whatever the fuck i was like they didn't say any of their friends and then they all came back alive and it's like so did they see them like they weren't on the rescue checklist like yeah right well, that's going to be the most awkward for the dude that they thought was dead and they tried to, like, stash. <laughs> yeah, it's like, because the only one that lived was the guy... Well, all right, not the only one, but he lived because he wasn't a huge pothead. Yeah. He, like, he took one hit because he had to, but only to save the woman, not to save his friends. <laughs> I mean, were they his friends, though? They treated him like trash. Like, he literally just met them, like, days before anyways, and they owed him money. That's true. That's- <laughs> That's why the stakes were low. No one cares. <laughs> Do you care about any of these people? Mm-mm. I didn't. I'm not invested in any of this. Like at no. all. This movie will not stick with me in any capacity. No. <laughs> Eventually, Bachman walks up the stairs and is like, dude, I just woke up in the basement under a pile of trash. Like, we must have had a great party. And I'm like, no, dude, your friends just suck. <laughs> like, they threw you in the basement. Yeah, they had you for a party, my nigga. Your body was cold in the basement. And they was like, sweep him under the rug, literally. <laughs> Put him under the bed with, d- with towels. <laughs> Which they basically do again. Alistair does that again to Jimbo. Because yeah. he's, he realizes that Jimbo's dead and is basically like truly a hero's demise. And then he kisses Janet. And then that's the end of the movie. Or the end of the main part. <laughs> I just want to say this on record right now. If I happen to drop dead in front of some of y'all, don't put blankets over me. Like, I don't exist. Like, dispose of my body immediately. <laughs> don't be weird. Yeah. Show some respect. But we see Jimbo. He's in, like, high heaven with all the strippers. And he has his Hot Wheels cars. And it's kind of cute for a second. But then he's, you realize like, what you're doing. playing with the cars on their titties. And he's, like driving them through their cleavage and over their boobs. And like the literal last shot is of him like going to her bush. Cause he says, he says going to the bush area. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Like, he doesn't even make it a secret. And he literally, you can see going down. <laughs> and then it cuts 
right before like she has a Hot Wheels car in her in her pussy. Yeah, Hot Wheels leading the way, dude. Hot cooch leading the way. Yeah. So that was that movie. I was trying to think of a pun, but I'm not wasting any more brain cells. No, dude. Fuck this movie. I'm proud of us for getting through it, and I'm really proud of the listeners for getting through it. <laughs> oh my god, if you made it to the end of this, you're a hero. I know, send us a heart emoji to let us know that you have love for us, but this might be your last episode. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, thank god for the season finale. Like, <laughs> oh, That's so silly. I know. Oh, this was just a doozy, dude. You guys, if you watch the Evil Bong, it's not called the Evil Bong, but if you watch Evil Bong, you have to be so so astronomically high you have to be eating stars on mars high like you have got to be like like cost of living high yeah i uh i don't even know what else you have to be higher than no i don't have another one it's not there you did. Just be obliterated. Yeah, dude, but mm. um, I don't have nothing else to say about this fucking movie, dude. It is what it no, is. No, it's stupid. It, it is what it it's is. It's real stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, and it is <laughs> trash. <laughs> it is crapola. But, um, yeah, so like we said, this is uh, our season finale. This is the 420 episode. This is all the things. Thank you guys for like such an awesome first season. You guys have been really supportive and love engaging with you all. And, you know, this is just like a, like a fun passion project we had. And I appreciate you guys for rocking with this so far. Yeah, I'm happy that anybody listens to this shit. Because we just get really high and talk about movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but it's so fun, and oh, my brain is just off. It's just not happening. But I do, I do love you know, like because we, you know, we spend a good amount of time talking about these movies. But I love when you guys like hit us up with feedback about like how this movies, certain movies are your favorites, or like how you get really excited for certain stuff, or you tell us like your feedback or your input on like movies and stuff. That's just sick to me because it lets me know, hey, you guys are listening, but like. You know, like, this shit works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. yeah. Ooh, a lot of people said that they were looking forward to Death Proof, so. Oh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> if you all are still here with us, thank you, because, yeah. Ooh, we had some things to say. I said what I said. Okay, Mimi leaks to the bullshit, but, bitch. But that's it, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, we dragged your little friends and your faves, but it is what it is. A movie's a movie, and it's... There's no art that is above critique. And I like dragon shit. Sometimes talking shit is more fun than like praising. <laughs> I mean, it, it's definitely funnier. Sometimes <laughs> I wake up extra early, so I have more time in the day to hate. Because hating can be fun, <laughs> you know? Hating can be fun. I like to pray for my enemy's downfall. <laughs> it's a release, you know. You gotta have a sense of humor about shitty things sometimes. And- Hell yeah. The thing is, if you can take it, then I feel like you can dish it. You just have to be prepared that some people may not like it. Right. And, and that's not even that's Quentin Tarantino's all- best movie anyway. So who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> it is his worst movie. And yeah. I don't even think it's bad. I like Quentin Tarantino's movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, movies. I have to quantify. Movies. I have to qualify that. Okay. <laughs> I like his movies, most of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're just going to leave you with one final recommendation each because um, we're really stoned and we just thought of doing that. So 
you know, pull back the curtain. No, I might cut that out. Um, I don't know why we did it. So I think um, my recommendation is going to be Creep Show, like the original Creep Show, and one and mm-hmm. two. Um, that's just fun because I was on a little uh, Tales from the Crypt binge recently, and I would just always go back to Creep Show. <laughs> so you guys should watch Creep Show. Creep Show is great. I'm going to recommend The Cremator from 1969. It is such a oh. bizarre. I don't know why. I'm even... Yeah, that movie's weird. It's really dark, and it took me to a place that I didn't expect. And it's not the easiest film to sit through, I would say, especially towards the end. <laughs> and it definitely relates to World War II, I will say. But it really leaves an impact, and it's just it's more of a horrifying portrayal of like the human condition. Okay. Like the, the darkest places that humanity can go once like the person has been broken down or is just in a vulnerable state. It's real dark. You know what else I'll recommend? You were getting fucking weird and, and off the cuff. Um, the strange things about the Johnsons. Everybody go watch that. You showed me that. Watch it before bed. <laughs> it's a short film by Ari Aster. It's the first movie we watched he ever that. did. Yeah. We watched that right after watching the premiere episode of Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Do you oh, remember? Oh, yeah. You were at my house and I was like, you want to see something weird? Yeah. Yeah, Dewey hella did. Everybody, you can watch it on YouTube for free. It's called uh, Strange Thing About the Johnsons. So, yeah, everybody go watch that. All right, good night. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think that's a good note to end the season on. Yeah. So... The final of the season, or blah, 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 I'm high. Season um, finale. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even think anymore. Just stay scared and stay high. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Queer Horror High. Damn, that shit's good.